easing in. So folks are asking, you guys are playing a lot more zone now. Yeah, I am. I need them to get used to playing a lot, man. I tell you what, bro, we'll play a lot more man coming up because these kids are getting some confidence that he just didn't have before. Starting to get people really comfortable and understanding how we play football. To Travis, Broughton, Clark, Phillips, Malone, out to LA. Just really coming along. This is my Vaughn kid that was playing safety and I was going to be playing corner. And about three or four other kids, Kane Savage, who was a corner, had to go to receiver because we just lost so many guys and out of COVID. He now came back to us and love him. Fabian Marks, who saw a good time last year, is going to be a kid that is going to be able to, I think, make some plays. And then Elijah Lloyd, the young kid that's just swimming. He's like, coach, he's out there. Is it, hard? is it this hard every time? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's this hard every time. Even my, my older boys sit there and like, I don't remember all of this defense. Well, it's all of the defense. So we're going to keep running it, get used to it. So we got a chance, I think, if we can stay healthy, be smart. You know what we need to really improve? Just situations. That's what I'm just telling you, situations. We're not, we're not nearly as good enough as we should have been, even in the COVID year. Coming out of um, even spring, we just weren't smart. We were not smart enough, and we gave away plays that we shouldn't have never given away. So that was that, disappointing. You mentioned Zamaya. Some, some is that a, is that a permanent move, or are you guys taking a look at it? Now? No, no, that's permanent. Yeah, Zamaya will be a corner. Zamaya, I think, will be a really, really good one before he leaves us. Yeah, permanent. The Pac-12 usually has a lot of NFL receivers, so you're going to play a lot of man. You have someone emerging who not only can play man, but can play man against the elite receivers in the conference. I would hope that be Travis, Clark, Phillips, Malone, Montelli. Those are the first three. You know, Travis has the most of the kids that have the most experience. Travis is the fastest. You know, running a 4-3-9, had a 10-5-hundred-meter kid at legitimately six feet. So he fits the physical attributes to defend most anybody, tall receivers, short receivers, and can run with them. Clark, our shorter corner, probably the most explosive. And having these boys just run 40s in the spring, and everybody's telling me, all right, coach, I can run a 4-this and a 4-that. Well, when they really put it down, we found out they were really a lot faster than we gave them credit for. <laughs> People could really move a little bit, and that was exciting. You know, Malone ran 4-4 or something. It was, uh, it was exciting because I uh, didn't think that they were that fast until they, we got them on our clocks, and people ran a little bit. And so I think that we have the speed to defend most of the fast receivers that we will see week in. Where have you seen Clark make a uh, big improvement over a year ago? Kyle said he made a lot of plays today for you. Came in with a lot of hype last year. So where have you seen that jump for him from last year to this year? I think probably making it easier for him to just try to settle in on one position. I put it so much on him, and it's a credit to who he is and the program that he came from in high school. It's a good program. But I asked him to learn nickel, which in the, in the corner room is exceptionally difficult. You know, it's fraught with so many pitfalls. Coach, I have to learn run fits and pass obligations and be able to do, now defend tight ends plus fast receivers and so much and learn outside. So it was just a lot on him. A number of the mistakes that he made throughout the season, I felt like it was my fault. Because I tried to tell him, this, I, I need you to be ready, and he didn't back down. But the natural, I think just naturally you're going to, to fold when you just have so much on you. And he still showed up. So having him primarily on the outside, I think has made life a lot more simpler for him. 
and you can see him make more plays, and which was evident today if Coach alluded to that. Yeah. Did JT outperform maybe what you thought he could do last season? Was he better than what you thought he could No, be? no, not at all. I think he's not even touched what I, I, I think the kid is an elite corner, elite corner. He did what I thought he should have done last year. Started to really come along. We only had five games, and every game he got better and better and better. And every time I walk into the room, and after the game, I come in that Monday and I tell every ball player, I said, you had an all-conference performance. Like, Coach, I didn't know that. <laughs> I watched a few of them, <laughs> seen a few of them, know what they're supposed to look like. You know, and I kept telling him that because he just kept playing a really, really good way. And he was an all-conference DB. And he's like, Coach, I thought you were lying to me. <laughs> That's the worst thing you can do is lie to the babies. Don't lie to them. I tell them most of the time, you guys are awful. And that's the truth. <laughs> Don't lie to them. If you're playing well, I'm going to tell you, you're playing really well. But, you know, we, we get blessed with kids that appreciate the honesty. Because you got to tell them to their face the truth. Don't sugarcoat it because sugarcoating is meant for sugar cookies. I don't sell them a pound. <laughs> <laughs> from, a, from a maturation standpoint, how, how good was it for these young guys to get the five games and not have to worry about the eligibility part of it? It was so huge. It was huge. It's, it's a problem in the coming years because we have such a huge freshman class like almost every other Division I team. But for us to get live reps in the, when those bullets were live in that gun and we asked you to really make a play and they made plays, I mean, the level of confidence exponentially grows, and you can see it. No situation is so foreign to them anymore. It's just not. They are like, okay, I remember this from that game. Oh, I remember that from this game. Okay, I can tackle this guy because he reminds me of this running back or that receiver. So you have experiential knowledge to rely upon to kind of draw from to make you better. So it was huge for us. Corners love to run with somebody and make a play on the ball, but how are they tackling running backs? How are they run support? Uh, I think that we ended the uh, year well when we really did. And spring was good as well for, for tackling. And I probably, the corner coach that probably tackles the most, because I feel like that's the knock on most good corners, that they're not good tacklers. So it's not for it's not for a lack of doing the drills or putting them in situations to really help them to develop into good tacklers in space, because that's one of the things that you have to do the most. But I, I thought that their development and becoming better tacklers really started to show itself as we went through the year and then coming through spring. And in a little while here, we'll get into full pads and see. I hope that this is a carryover. Thanks, guys. Thank you.